At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. What's happening, party people? It is a numbers game right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio. Skill Alexander. Jason Kahn, producer number seven, is here. Was Hattonin. Hey, Gil, good morning. Uh, good morning. It's, a, it's an analytics cavalcade of guests this morning. Drew Dinsick will join us momentarily, as he always does Tuesdays, uh, from NBC Sports Bet's Bet the Edge pod and the Deep Dive podcast, which he does with his uh, buddy Andy Molitor. Uh, we will talk to Drew about the NFL, about tennis also this morning. Can't wait for that. Mark Borchard from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert from his baseball analytics den. Uh, Adam Burke a little later on, talking baseball with uh, Adam Burke at Skating Tripods. You may know him from uh, such great content for so many years about the sport of baseball. We'll talk to him. And Dr. Bob, everybody. Bob Stoll, back on the show this morning, the true pioneer of using analytics to uh, predict sports, professional sports modeling pioneer. We will talk about some macro college football things that he believes to be the case moving forward, which should sort of inform all of your handicapping um, from this point on, and his annual appearance on the show to talk about, and we are not a trends show, but to talk about the one thing in preseason football that comes up trend-wise right after week one, before week two. Now, the question we will ask Bob is, does that change this year with no fourth preseason game? fourth preseason game replaced by an off week 
but we'll talk to Bob about that because it is tried and true. It works very well. And every year he comes on here and it's either like it's 2-0, and 3-0, and 2-1, 1-1, 3-1, that kind of thing. So I don't think we've ever had a loser with it. So we'll talk to Bob about that. Uh, we'll read some more of your uh, your tweets about betting superstitions. Those just continue to <laughs> to come in from yesterday, and it occurs to me after we after we did this exercise, Jason, that sports betters are the simple simply the most superstitious people on earth. Period. Started with three ones that I threw out, a whole bunch during the show yesterday, and then it sort of continued during the day yesterday. So we'll we'll uh, review some of those as well. Um, real quick from yesterday, because what we talked about picks wise on the show, we had two tennis picks. On the women's side in Cincinnati. Easy peasy, beautiful cover girl. Was it easy breezy cover girl? What was that? Uh, we had two. Barbara Krajikova, who we got at 27 to 1. I got at 27 to 1 Sunday night. She is, without question to me, was the most mispriced player in the field. She won the French Open 25 years old out of nowhere. People are like, ah, well, Krajikova, one off. Yeah, her hardcourt numbers are spectacular, and the market didn't capture that. Didn't capture that in her match against Daria Kasatkina yesterday either. I got it at minus 139 Sunday night. It was minus 175 by match time. Uh, she ends up making quick work of Kasatkina, who's really good, by the way, 6362. And then we had a dog in the morning, Jill Teichman, plus 131 over Serana Sirstad, no problema, 626 love. And we have Krijikova to win the Cincinnati uh, Western and Southern Open. The biggest precursor to the U.S. Open. We'll have a week off next week, and then it'll be the U.S. Open, the final major of the year in tennis. But we have Krajikova at 27 to 1. I got her at 25 to 1. I got her at 20 to 1. Took her all kinds of ways. She's 11 to 1, by the way, right now. So the market finally like figured out, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe we mispriced this. So here's the thing, though. Today, I don't think I have any picks. So you, you go, you know, after a first day of this, you're like, hey, I can't wait to make more picks tomorrow. And I think one of the things we could just sort of impart here at the top is you can't force anything. The numbers for me, anyway, didn't really produce a play on the lady side. And on the men's side, I mean, I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't have a parlay, because I do. But that's about it. We'll see if Drew Densick has another opinion on that. The other thing is the uh, MLB brain dead parlays, which we, we have made a cottage industry of here for years on this show doing them in September and maybe into late August, but never this early. The chasm between the haves and the have-nots, how many times have I said that on this show about Major League Baseball over the years? Wider than ever, earlier than ever. We went through it at, at just ad nauseum yesterday about all the, the horrific stuff going on with those worst six or seven teams in baseball. Well, last night on Primetime Action, pulled the trigger on the old... Uh, two to one. This paid a little more than two to one. It was a three-teamer that I did with the Cincinnati Reds, the San Francisco Giants, and the LA Dodgers. Got home, Cincinnati crushing the Cubs 14 to 5. Add a 14 to the Cubs ledger. When we, gave, when we went through that whole list of how many runs they've given up in this horrible streak of theirs. San Francisco did get by the Mets 7 to 5, and the Dodgers squeaking by the, uh, the Pirates 2 to 1. So that hit on primetime action. So today, and by the way, it is Gil Alexander on a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Today, I think I'm just doing a two-teamer, brain dead, MLB brain dead parlay. We'll get into some of the, the gory stats again later on the show. But I think I'm just doing a Tampa Bay Dodgers two-teamer, which essentially is minus 108 when you put those two teams together. Forget that the Dodgers are minus 300. Forget that the, uh, that the Rays are minus 225 or whatever they are. It pay, it's about minus 108. I just put it in. It's minus 108. 
Um, and I think that's what I'm going to stick with. I, I want to take Cincinnati again, but it is Kyle Hendricks. Cincinnati will probably get home, but I just left it out just to be conservative because I want to win all these. Major League Baseball, brain dead parlays. We'll revisit baseball a little later. Let's bring him in from the uh, Deep Dive podcast and, of course, the Bet the Edge podcast, which he does with Sarah Perlman. It is Drew Dinsick, everybody, at whale underscore capper. How you doing, Drew? I'm doing well, Gil. Good to talk to you this morning. Good to talk to you as always, always uh, with a great setup there in uh, Southern California. I want to start a little differently, Drew, today than normal. Uh, Jason, can we run this video? This is uh, this is the new head coach of the uh, Houston, Texas, uh, Houston Texans, pardon me, oh, David boy. Culley. <laughs> Just on the heels of Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn botching a preseason game with horrible clock management at the end, uh, already proving midseason form. This is David Culley yesterday being asked a question about, you know, what what the Texans might do on fourth downs this year, fourth and short situations. And here was David Culley's response. Well, it's not so much the probability. It'll be more so how I feel at that point about going for it. I know analytics has those things out there. Uh, we are, we do have access to all of that, but... I'm old school in a way that, you know, when, I, when we're playing, if I'm not feeling it, we're not doing it. So regardless of what that chart says. So there you go, Drew. Analytics, which I believe is the plural of monolithic. I'm not really certain. But anyway, um, there it is. Houston's going to do things by the gut. If you're a yeah. Houston Texans fan or, or someone considering backing the Texans in any way, should this not be of concern to you? Of course it should be. And I, as someone who lives his life uh, via probabilities. Uh, I am very much um, out on this entire experiment. Um, it, you have probably people in your life who um, are sports bettors or gamblers, poker players, whatever, uh, who don't realize that they are the mark, that th they are going with their gut, with their plays, with their decisions at the poker table, you name it. Um, it is not a, it, it is not um, a way to go through uh, a, a particularly high level of competition to, um, you know, to wing it, so to speak. Uh, everyone else in the entire room of 32 teams is at least trying uh, to incorporate analytics in a thoughtful way. Uh, and you sitting back and saying, well, you know, I didn't think we were going to get it, so I didn't go for it versus, um, you know, hey, this was obviously the right decision to, you know, go for it on fourth and two on your opponent's 40 yard line. I mean, we, we're hearing a lot of stories already about, uh, you know, what's going on from top down in Houston that give me extreme pause that this organization is going to turn it around in the next several years, let alone this year. Um, I'm probably, I guess I'm, I'm kind of shocked that we've seen this dissolution of what was a very competitive franchise over the course of you know, five, 10 years, they were making the playoffs pretty regularly. They weren't winning a lot of playoff games. They were in kind of a soft division. They were winning the South regularly. Um, and they went from competitive to just completely and totally the 32nd out of 32 franchises in terms of hope and likelihood of doing anything in the near future in the fastest turnaround that I can remember in all of my years watching the NFL. So yeah. this is, um, this is going to be an abject disaster. Um, I don't even have a ton of, I don't even have a ton of faith that the leadership that the, you know, from the owner to the, his buddy, to the, you know, the, the fellow they hired from the Patriots, all of them have said and done things to this point that, uh, are enormous red flags that there's going to be some quick turnaround here. And you add this to the list. They hired a coach who's, 
you know, living in the Stone Age from the standpoint of game in-game decision-making and management. And if you're a coach, the way that I evaluate coaching, particularly in my handicap, I can, I care about three things. How, how good is your game plan, right? Are you constructing an offensive or a defensive scheme that is going to really differentiate you, really going to give you any kind of tactical advantage in this game? Yes or no? I have no expectation that this regime is going to have any kind of plus EV game planning. Um, can you develop your players? You know, the, the guys that you are given who are drafted, can you coach them up? Can you get the most out of them? Um, there's been no ability that Coley has shown me, at least when he was the passing game coordinator for the Ravens and some of his other previous stops that he's gotten the most out of the talent that they've given him. So right now I'm on the fence there. Uh, and then lastly, are you going to make in-game decisions that are going to give your team the best chance to win? And right, at, right even before he's had a single regular season game, he's owning up to the fact that he's not going to do that. So um, this is going to be a long season for the Texans fans. And really, uh, this overall, this rebuild uh, for the franchise uh, is off to an absolutely brutal start. Yeah, what Bill O'Brien de- started with the decimation of that team as a GM uh, David Cully now uh, driving it home further as a coach. This was, this was. I guess I shouldn't be startled by it, but it's like, you know, I've said over the last couple of years, now you have coaches that, because they get pounded with analytics, start to do what they think is the correct analytic, like per, prob, win oh, probability sure. thing to do when they don't really understand it. But here you have a guy who just comes out and says, yeah, we're not doing it. Between him and Dan Campbell, seriously, like there's some things we think are going to happen in sports. And then there's some things that, you know, and don't. And then there's some things that are just so clear in front of us and they're absolutely going to happen. And this team being bad <laughs> is a lock like it yeah. is just oh my goodness! I just wanted to start with that because it was, yeah. it was Dan Campbell. Uh, I, I I guess I like this as a handicapper. I like the Dave Cully situation more because I know what to expect. The uncertainty is a lot narrower with Dan Campbell. I get the distinct sense that he's gonna it's gonna be fourth and one on his own thirty, and he's gonna be like, ah, let's do it, let's go for it, you know. <laughs> and yeah. those, that that kind of unpredictability is very, very difficult to incorporate into a handicap. Uh, it has enormous swings in terms of totals. Uh, you know, so the, the, I, I, I'm, I had kind of a mind or, or in the back of my head, I was encouraged or at least just, just I had a glimmer of hope that the lions, you know, defense was going to be a little bit better than the market expected a glimmer of hope that the offensive line was going to be a solid unit. And they were going to at least give Goff time to try to do something. Uh, he has no, he has zero wide receivers that can create any kind of separation. It looks like St. Brown's the best of that group. And he, he is, you know, obviously a rookie who's going to have a limited impact. Um, but you know, the, the idea of, and it's all, you know, good offensive line, better than expected defense. I was ready to play some Lions unders, honestly. I think you know that would that's a, probably going to be a pretty decent spot over the course of the season. But if Dan Campbell's uh you know playing Russian roulette with fourth downs then uh, forget that. Yeah. Let us not forget the uh, Rams Seahawks playoff game where Sean McVay decided, well, we're not going to start Jared Goff. We're going to go with this Wolford guy. And <laughs> it was just forgot about that. You know, like, it's like, oh, yeah, he was telling us what he felt about Jared Goff at that time. Um, all right, preseason week one, and we don't want to overreact. We don't want to be prisoner of the moment. But I am curious as to your reactions. Uh, everybody's talking about the rookie quarterbacks from uh, Justin Fields having the best box score to Trey Lance having the best play, but perhaps the worst performance. Trevor Lawrence getting murdered by his offensive line. Um, 
you know, on and on. Zach Wilson, some Jets fans were were pretty happy with that, um, I believe. And then Mac Jones maybe had the best control of his offense in New England. So all of that, I want to know, what, what was your biggest takeaway? Like, what's the, the most clear line you can draw for one of those to an outcome of when you think those guys are going to start? Okay, that's an interesting question. So the for sure Lawrence and Wilson are day one. Um, my get my be, my best guess with the fields is that they're going to stick with Dalton for week one, going up against a brutal defensive line with the Rams. Obviously, that's on the road. Not a great spot to drop Fields in there behind a very very suspect offensive line for the Bears. So I can I can at least understand why you know you're not going to put him in that situation. Even though I do think he gives you a better chance to win than Andy Dalton week one. Uh, similarly, week three, they have to go at the Browns. So the Bears probably are going to slide Fields in to start week four against the Lions. Week he gets four. a soft yep. start with back-to-back. Uh, nice nice little back-to-back games. Lions, Raiders, two, uh, two defenses you should be able to do something against. Um, but, you know... I'm, that that's the only uh, that's the only kind of I, I think I see the the writing on the wall when we're going to when we're going to see fields take the take the field. Uh, Lance is a much bigger question mark. I had thought and heard from everything that we're getting from camp from from practices that uh, Lance was obviously the better quarterback and Shanahan's the kind of guy that has a keen eye for talent evaluation and knows this. And so the likelihood that he was going to drop uh, Lance into week one, I felt like was better than 50 50 before we start saw his first start. Um, but he looked like a guy that didn't play football last year. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He didn't play football last year. And I think it's going to take him a lot of practice reps, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of these types of situations, a lot of preseason snaps to start to get sharper. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if by preseason week three, he is looking sharp, however. And at that point, we could see him week one. Um, But it may be later in the season until we see him. Because really, the best time to start Lance is week one. That's all all of your your softer games kind of right there, right at the beginning of your schedule. So um, I'd like to get him some live game reps, you know, earlier than later if I was if I was running that franchise. Although but, couldn't you um, not to interrupt Drew, but although couldn't you spin that the other way and say, of all the teams we're talking about, with apologies to the Patriots and Mac Jones, but of all the that group of teams with the rookie quarterbacks, the Niners are the one most poised to take a run at the title. And if that's the case and those games are you, you gotta bank those wins early, and I'm not so sure you don't have to start Garoppolo for that reason. Couldn't you spin it that way? Absolutely. That's a fair point. Um, you can't afford to accidentally lose those games with inconsistent quarterback play. And if your guy needs more reps, he needs more reps. That's, that's, that's a very, very fair point. Uh, I also, you know, that, the, the um, uh, yeah, it, it, that's a, that one's the toughest situation. I really don't know what they're going to do there. I have, at least I have more faith in the coach in terms of how they're going to be able to run uh, an offensive scheme, regardless of quarterback. We've seen them throw Nick Mullins in and look relatively uh, effective. So, you know, they, it should be fine for San Francisco. Um, but uh, I'm not getting a clear signal at all from them. And then um, Mac Jones, to me, to the eye, looks like the correct decision to start week one over Cam Newton. I don't think Cam Newton has much in his arm left uh, in terms of being able to to push the ball downfield. And uh, Patriots also start the season with a relatively soft schedule. If they don't get out to a little bit of a a positive start, uh, get a little momentum, um, they're going to be in trouble because things get rough down the stretch. I don't think you want to put Cam Newton out there when you know when you're first uh, you know go two and one or three and zero, oh, and then have a tough decision about do we start Cam Newton or Mac Jones versus Tom Brady in the Buccaneers Week Four. 
um, you know, that's it, it gets tough. It gets difficult for them down the stretch. And, and uh, if they get Mac Jones in the sooner, the better. I think they're going to be uh, more competitive as far as the franchise goes this season. Um, all that said, my major takeaway with all this is all five of these guys could play. Yeah, these are all guys. These are all live arms. These are this is a great thing for NFL overall and the NFL fans. Uh, I think there's going to be a really you, know, you have just a huge bumper crop of young, talented quarterbacks now in the league. And, um, you know, I think the the offensive rookie of the year market is going to be absolutely wild. Oh, There'll bananas. be overreactions every week. Bananas. When one guy has yeah. an amazing game or a poor game. Those numbers are going to be flying all over the place. And realistically, this is going to go to one of these quarterbacks. I think you can pretty much rule out every running back, every wide receiver, uh, short of something absolutely incredible happening. Um, I think that uh, this will be a quarterback award this year. And your best strategy is probably to get as good a price as you can get on as many of these guys as possible. Because like, I, like I'm thinking, this market of this is going to be like a five horse race where all five guys are going to have a lead at some point, I feel like. Jaguars and Texans play week one. Last thing about this. Trevor Lawrence got destroyed by his offensive line. Urban Meyer, not used to having offensive line problems in his college career. He always got the cream of the crop. He never had to worry about that kind of thing at Ohio State, at Florida. Utah, of course, uh, maybe a different story. But certainly at Florida and Ohio State, he never had to worry about it. And now here he is as the Jaguars head coach, and Trevor Lawrence could get murdered. And so I just want to throw this out there for people who are considering betting this game week one or having it in Survivor as a strategic play. Is there any possibility? And by the way, RIP Tim Tebow, who was cut this morning, by the way. Let's, uh, let's pour out a 40 for Tim Tebow. Uh, is there any possibility, the slightest possibility, that Urban Meyer might say, our offensive line is so bad, so horrifically bad, that I've got to keep Trevor Lawrence on the bench just for a little while longer before we shore this up. Any chance? I don't think so. I it's a fair point, and it's that's think that's that's uh, that is a, a, a fascinating question of what if the Bengals had taken that decision making with Joe Burrow last yeah. year, and he hadn't taken shot after shot after shot, and ultimately uh, sustained a, a pretty brutal knee injury. Um, but I don't think they, I don't think you can do that. If they fear the Jaguars and you're trying to get these fans excited about Lawrence, you can't admit, you can't have the perception of him taking a step backwards and that he's not going to get the starting role. Um, and honestly, I was surprised with the Jaguars offensive lines performance. I, th- I had expected them to be sort of a middle of the pack unit as opposed to a bottom five unit. We got it. We, we have heard a lot of very glowing things about a ton of the depth players there. I thought they were going to be able to find, uh, find something more positive than that. Uh, but my main takeaway with the quite, you know, with the, with the way that offense is, um, you know, is, is structured and with the offensive line being potentially questionable to start the season, uh, that makes me love the, uh, Trevor Lawrence rushing yards over prop even more. Oh, um, that number is three twenty-five and a half. Uh, that's you, you, that, that feels like, um, week nine that that's in your pocket. This is a guy that rushed for 500 yards. This is uh, second, you know, his, uh, sophomore year starting, um, you know, 15 games in college, he rushed for, uh, you know, 500 yards. And now he's in a, a system with an offensive line that's going to break the breakdown more often. This is a perfect uh, opportunity to pounce on that rushing yard over. All right, we'll come back more with Drew Dinsick. I want to ask him about tennis and uh, one last football handicapping question, which I asked of Eric Eager at Pro Football Focus the other day, but I think I'll ask it of Drew, too, which is the single, give him a couple minutes to think about his answer, too, the single biggest thing that he believes 
NFL handicappers miss on a week-to-week basis? What's the what's the thing they miss? Is it schedule strength, where they just sort of delete that from their assessment of games moving forward? Is it? I'll tell you what Eric Eager's answer was too. The the macro environment. We we talk about it in baseball all the time. We never talk about it in football. We'll get Drew's answer to that question and more. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. a numbers game with Gil Alexander. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 skill alexander drew dinsick from the bet the edge podcast over there at nbc sports and of course the deep dive podcast with andy molitor uh with us once again uh, let me pose that question to you which i asked of eric eager at pro football focus what do you think football handicappers miss the most generally speaking on a week-to-week basis what do they leave <laughs> out of their process uh boy <laughs> I don't know if it's a leaving out of the process, but I feel like the easiest, uh, uh, the easiest way to scoop plus EV plays in the NFL is um, to take advantage of recency bias and confirmation bias. 
Um, if a team, if the market is really hot on a team and they come out and they do well early, you can almost be sure that the they will the number will move too far in that team's direction just because everybody was like, "Yep, I knew they were going to be good. They're good. They they this isn't a team that's three points better than average. They're seven points better." You know, so the the those two factors are the the two angles that I think are the most effective from a week to week handicapping, especially when you get into the grind of the season. You know, you'll have teams will teams perform on a distribution. Sometimes they roll out of bed and they give you an F. Sometimes they roll out of bed and they give you an A. That doesn't mean you need to be super aggressive in terms of moving their overall number. Um, and you know that, and then that goes exactly the opposite where you do have um, certain teams and certain players where specific player value is completely missed by the market. I think um, you know, a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, when they lost some of their interior um, line play, well, Tom Brady's kryptonite is pressure up the middle. He loses Ali Marpet for a game. They go, they, you know, they host uh, the saints in prime time and what happens, they get absolutely embarrassed. And, you know, I think there are certain matchups, certain players where, you know, getting some, you know, correct understanding of what that player's value is to the line is very, very difficult. Um, and, uh, you know, those, those are probably the three angles that I think are the most effective as you go through the season. I like it. Uh, player, player evaluation. And I think offensive line is probably the highlight of that recency bias and confirmation bias. What was the third? Did I miss a third? Oh well, yeah. No, those, yeah, those three those basically. Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Basically it, everyone's expecting team a to be terrible. They come out and give you a stinker in week one, maybe week two. You can probably expect that you're going to have a nice long ramp to grab the points with that team. Uh, you know, if the, if the market overreacts, underreacts, and and uh, and that that's sort of a confirmation bias example. Great answers. Uh, all right, tennis, Cincinnati, the Western and Southern. Ah, it's just such an awesome tournament. The best thing you'll get uh, besides a slam. But yet, I looked at all the lines today. I was expecting to have two more plays, two and zero yesterday, as I talked about the uh, beginning of the show. I didn't see anything I liked. Uh, maybe a men's parlay. What about you? What do you got? Well, first of all, I think the uh, the tournament's playing slower than I expected. Um, I had court speed ratings that were at equal to Canada, a little bit higher than Canada, and so I wasn't really adjusting my numbers much, but it looks like it's playing a lot slower. This looks more like U.S. Open speed, uh, and in fact, I think you can take a lot. There will be a lot of takeaways here in terms of who's playing well on this surface, on this court speed, uh, as in, in terms of who will do well at the U.S. Open. Um, so this is an important one to watch a lot of, <laughs> a lot of these matches. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, good time of year to do that too, because we're in the dog days of summer, and the only other thing going on is baseball. Um, but that said, the um, uh, the action yesterday was pretty outstanding. I thought, outside of the rain delays, which were frustrating. Uh, cool to see Andy Murray back in the winter's circle. Was. That was a little yeah. surprise. Um, and today, I, I played two uh, two tennis plays on the men's side today. Uh, I think Riley Opelka uh, coming in off of his uh, first ever Masters final, uh, losing a hard fought loss to Medvedev. Um, I, I think it's a little quick in terms of a turnaround to expect him to be this dominant against Mute, who Mute, who came through qualifying very impressively. He had two dominant wins in qualifying, even though he's not a hardcore player in general, and he's not a, uh, you know, he's not an especially strong player in the United States. Yeah, That's r- fine. Ridiculous yeah. numbers in those matches. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I think this is going to be pretty competitive. I'll take, I took Mute plus two and a, two and a half games. Um, I can see him winning the first set here, just especially you know, with the Apelka with the quick turnaround off of his first, uh, you know, Masters final. And then uh, the play I like even better, Zverev, over 22. 
Haven't seen him play since the Olympics. He's taking on a very capable opponent in uh, in Lloyd George Muirhead Harris. Yes, uh, should be a real, should be a really competitive match. I could see that going three as well. I played over twenty two games. Excellent knowledge of his middle names, Lloyd Harris, the South African. So uh, over twenty two games, Zverev and Harris, and then uh, Mute Corinton Mute plus two and a half versus the hard serving American. Riley Opelko got to the finals in Toronto last week. Thank you, Drew, as always, man. Appreciate hey, it. Best of luck. Enjoy the tennis today. Drew Dinsick at whale underscore capper. Always down for some tennis plays. Those are your two from Drew. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk about those uh, sports betting superstitions. And then Mark Borchard with baseball picks. No- Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college guides. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Um, I mentioned... You know, we, we had the 2-0 and in tennis yesterday, um, Krajikova and Teichman as a dog. And then this morning, you know, again, you're like, oh, man, I can't wait. Last night, actually. Can't wait to uh, to make some more tennis bets. And just the numbers didn't come out. There's nothing there that I like on the women's side. I don't know. I think Drew might have had the same feeling there by, by not having a ladies pick. But he does have the two tennis picks on the men's side. Again, Mute plus 2.5 versus Opelka and the over 22 in the Zverev-Harris match. Um, just to let you know, though, as I, as I alluded to earlier, I'd be lying to you if I told you I wasn't doing some kind of uh, parlay on the men's side. It's that kind of day on the men's side. And just to let you know, the five players that will be involved in my parlay, I don't know if I'm going to take three of them, four of them, whatever, but the five guys who are in action today, and these start like 25 minutes from now. So if you're interested in such things, uh, the names that I am going with, uh, Uber or Kotz, that's H-U-R-K-A-C-Z for those who are not in the know. Uber Rokatz is going to be in my uh, parlay in some form. Uh, Dennis Shapovalov, who's taking on Benoit Pair. Shapovalov will be in my parlay. Matero, uh, Matteo Berrettini will be in my parlay against uh, Ramos Vignolas. Uh, Sebastian Corda will be in the parlay versus uh, Laszlo Ger. And uh, also Roberto Bautista Agut which is probably the most frisky of the Moneyline Parlay plays. He's taking on Grigor Dimitrov. But Orkats, uh, Shapovalov, Berrettini, Korda, Bautista Ogut will all be part of my men's side Moneyline Parlay in tennis. But there's no individual plays. Just have none on uh, men's or ladies today. Sorry about that. Sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Speaking of, uh, you know, uh, things that uh, just sort of come up randomly, like, yeah, we didn't think we are going to have it. We thought we were going to have tennis picks. We didn't. Um, yesterday we were mentioning, we're actually Friday night on primetime action, when Adam Candy and Isaiah Wrinkle were in for Matt Brown and uh, Kelly Bidlin. This subject of sports betting superstitions came up. I brought it up on a numbers game again yesterday where, you know, I, I started out with three sports betting superstitions. This was random. We weren't planning on doing this. And um, what what has transpired from this is we realized sports bettors, the single most superstitious people on earth, as it turns out. So the three that I started with, uh, perhaps the most universal, someone calls out a victory for you in betting before the victory is actually secured. Don't say that out loud. It's not secured yet. 
And some people actually believe that if that goes against you, like you're, you have this lock, supposed lock late in the game or a match or something or a golf tournament, they already congratulate you prematurely and then you end up losing. That person is scientifically responsible for your loss. Like some people actually believe that. Um, winning streaks start with a win you don't deserve. Losing streaks with a loss you don't deserve. I don't know if you all have ever been there, but I certainly have. I don't know. I, there's no science to this, I don't think, but it's happened to me before. A win I have no business winning produces all of a sudden a cavalcade of wins and a just a horrific bad break loss, and all of a sudden the next week is ruined. Uh, here's a third. If I don't bet something I'm thinking about betting, it'll win easily, but I know that if I had bet it, it would have been a sweat at best, if not a loss. I was going to bet that. Oh, of course it's a blowout. I didn't bet it. That's why. But you also have that thing in your head where you're like, oh, if I had bet it, it wouldn't have turned out that way. So then uh, folks yesterday were chiming in during the show, and I'll just do some of these off the top of my head. There was one person who was like, I always watch when I'm betting a game, I always put on the announcers of the team or the side that I'm betting, not the opponent's announcers, which was a good one. Done that before. Uh, T for three, I think, had the best. Spin cycle, when you're in-game betting and you get spun, uh, if you don't get the bet in because of the spin, it's guaranteed to win. Or if you get spun and they give you a different line and you bet it still, you're guaranteed to lose. I, I think that's the best. That was the best of the bunch. If, if you have not been there, I don't know how long you've been doing this. That's a great one. Uh, there were others. Mushes, right? There's always a guy in your life that's a mush. Um, there's so many that were given. So here, here's some more that happened anyway last night. Um, there was. Let's run these from from last night. These were after the show yesterday. Uh, okay, this is from Mike Mihaljevic. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Mike. Uh, at uh, MJM, one thirty four ever. Opening up a different score update app on your phone because the one you've been checking for the last hour has been giving you nothing but bad updates. Wow, that's that's a pretty, it's a pretty aggressive one. Uh, it's the phone's fault. Here's another one that came. These are, again, sports betting superstitions. Random. Just had no no basis for this whatsoever, and just that we've all been there. Uh, here's another one from, uh, again, at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback on all these about sports betting superstitions. Just keep rolling them, guys. Todd at uh, Canarsie Born 65 If you're on a bad run, tell anyone who'll listen how bad you are. But when going well, never say a word. If someone asks, simply tell them you've been doing okay. Yes, Todd. 100% science. Never chirp. But if you're on a bad run, feel free to tell anybody. Because the moment you chirp, the bad luck is coming. The losses are coming. Here's another one again, random sports betting superstitions. All of these, it's amazing how many of these there there ultimately are uh, in sports betting. Here's another one. Just keep rolling them, guys. Uh, I'll I'll just do them for my phone. These are uh, just from random from yesterday. This one is uh, from, let's see here, I'll call it up. This is from Jared Earls. Um, okay, here's another one. After since he scored eight in the seventh last night, he marked his Cincinnati a win and his Cincinnati run line bets minus one and a half as winners. Cubs promptly scored five in the eighth, betting superstition equal signs. Yeah, well, he, it got there ultimately for him. But yes, in, particularly with people who track their bets via spreadsheets, never put the win in prematurely. But sometimes put the loss in prematurely because you could reverse jinx it. <laughs> That's for people giving on spreadsheets. Tell me you have not thought about that for a second. Just a couple more of these. By the way, Greg V yesterday had one. Uh, sports betting superstition of his own. 
if a stranger gives you a tip out of nowhere, or if you overhear a guy being overly confident at the teller when placing a bet, you're morally obligated to bet against them. That was a good one as well. Will Collar, mine's the gut reaction. If my gut tells me there's an obvious play in one direction, then it's guaranteed to result in the opposite direction. Yeah, well, that's probably true, Will. Will sounds like a personal problem. Uh, here, here's this last one. This is a good one, too. I really like this. One more. This is from, and I think this is universal as well. This is the last one. Do we have one more, Jason? Do we? Uh, Jason says he's, yeah, that's the last one. Well, there was one, okay, this morning. There was somebody who said, um, if a group of experts, whatever the experts are, maybe it's here on VEASAN, maybe it's if everybody's on one side of a play, guaranteed loser, right? We always say that, too. I haven't heard anybody say they like the so-and-so this week. Uh, that's also a uh, tried-and-true scientific sports betting superstition. So many of these, like it's endless, endless well of sports betting superstitions, the most superstitious people on earth. Feel free to uh, tweet any more at BD the Book or anything else uh, about the show there. We'll come back. Mark Borchard with his baseball picks of the day. I'm doing my brain-dead parlay. I don't know what he's doing. Maybe I can tempt him with one. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back. 
back to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. As summer heats up, so does the sports betting action at BetMGM. Sign up now, uh, sign up now rather, using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager's risk-free up to $1,000. Place your bets on all the exciting showdowns in MLB, MLS, and more sports from around the globe. And when you register with BetMGM, you also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. From breathtaking goals to colossal home runs, the king of sportsbooks takes every play to a new level of excitement. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VEASAN1000 to get back up to $1,000 on your very first wager. New customer offer, paid in free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Ladies and gentlemen, from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert at Base Winner, the Base Winner Podcast. It's Mark Borchard. How you doing, Marky? Gil, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm going to go to the Phillies Diamondback game tonight with oh. Metrics Mike. Met with Metrics Mike. What's up? Yeah, tell, tell Metri- I, got my Phillies, I got my Phillies polo on today. Wow. Metrics Mike, for those who don't know, Metrics Mike, producer number one here on a numbers game. Producer number one, Metrics Mike. He's doing good? Yeah, he's doing good. And if he did his job right, which is always <laughs> questionable. He, I, but I think, I, think he, I think he did. I think he's. I think we're gonna have tickets. We're gonna be in the camera shot. So. Oh, it's, nice. It's uh, gonna be pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, as as bad as this Phillies team has been over the weekend, um, looking forward to, to to watching them play. They're an exciting team, Gil. Yeah. Sorry you missed the no hitter the other night. That would have been a heck of a game to go to, huh? Oh, that would have been outstanding. What a what a wild thing. Yes, first start and he, he throws a no hitter. And then the next day, I, that Tristan McKenzie uh, outing was was absolutely phenomenal. It I was, love uh, Tristan McKenzie. Yeah, perfect perfect uh, game to the seventh or the eighth was it? The eighth, I think. Yeah, it was into the eighth. I think there was yeah. two outs in the eighth, and 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 he lost it. But man, he was. I, I watched probably the sixth and the seventh, and he was just he made those Tigers batters just look so foolish. Just the swinging strikes, they were just. They were just whiffing. It was good. It was good. It was cool. It was it was a really good outing by that guy. So this is this is a fun conversation to have with you. Who and again, this is a sort of analytics cavalcade on the show today because Doctor Bob is coming on. Drew Densick was just on. Uh, Adam Burke is coming on later, and this is this is what makes sports betting so fascinating, right? It's I'm I'm a numbers guy too, but unlike say the guys who are at the total end of the spectrum where it's all about their model and all about their numbers. I try to sort of appeal to their to, to I, I try to find that other side of the brain that's in there somewhere. So I'm gonna have this conversation with you again. Uh, we've had it in some form before, but yesterday on the show was going through how bad the worst seven teams, well, I, really six teams, are in baseball. Um, those teams again. And, I, and I'm not going to go through it again because I, I went through every run total they've given up, like Baltimore again, you know, uh, nine, what was it, uh, 12 losses in a row for Baltimore. And I went through every, you know, run total that they've given up. And it just, it reads like this unbelievable Pacific Coast League team where they're just giving up tons of runs every game. They lost 12 in a row. Um, so it's Baltimore, it's Texas. It's Washington. It's the Cubs. By the way, they may have to put up minus 400 against the Cubs every night now. It's just so bad. Um, Pittsburgh and Arizona. Those are the horrible six. Now, Colorado on the road is bad. Kansas City, Jeff Passan just did a piece where he threw in Kansas City. 
uh, that was a little convenient because they actually are winning baseball games, but when they lose, they happen to get crushed. But anyway, I'll, I'll do it with Jeff Passan's lens this time, not mine from yesterday, because I went off on it yesterday, and it takes about five minutes. But Passan put together this thing where he said, okay, the, the magnificently bad seven for him, the six that I mentioned, plus the Royals, he didn't include uh, the Rockies, so he's got the Royals as the seventh, have gone, and this is yesterday, this is before yesterday's games, have gone, so Arizona, Baltimore, Chicago Cubs, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Texas, and Washington have gone 20 and 76 since August 1st with a minus 262 run differential. That got even wider yesterday with the Orioles getting blown out, you know, Pittsburgh losing, Cubs getting blown out. So it's even wider than that now. And so the question to you as a guy who is really, really faithful to his numbers is, do you ever make a pick? You're like, you're doing it the same way you always do. You're doing it. I have a pick or two every night. And then all of this stuff is happening on the side where you're like, well, yeah, the bad teams are getting crushed at a, at a historical rate. Why am I banging my head against the wall trying to, you know, find an edge when all there is is well, all I have to do is this other stuff? I mean, I know your brain doesn't work that way, but doesn't it seep into it sometimes? Like, wow, this could be so much easier if I just kept crushing these terrible teams. Well, it, it should, in, unless you're just insane, because, you know, the stat that we were talking about last Friday, uh, the two, you know, a heavy favorite of minus 180 or greater, you know, $100 better winning $18,000 over the last six years. I mean, that's a big sample. That There was like over 2,000 games in that sample. So you have to, and, and I, I kind of, I kind of played this a little bit uh, for this year. These these bigger dogs, or even even a little bit last year, the, like these bigger dogs, you just can't make plays on them. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, the math behind it, and this is where, what, what the struggle is, Gil, because the math behind it says you should make a play because this is what the one team's run's going to score. This is what the other team's run's going to score based on the components. But there's more to it than that. And uh, I think that's why you're still getting value on these games is because that's the way the bookmakers make it too. They have models as well. And they're looking at their model and saying, well, this game should be minus 210. And in reality, it should be based on, you know, what's happened over the, the last five years. It should be minus 240 or minus 245. But I can kind of sympathize with them because my model's the same way where you're looking at these teams and you're going, well, this team has value by the line. And and uh, I think that sometimes you just, as you said on Friday, you just got to make this brain dead, these brain dead parlays or every single place would be good. You know, we talked about it Friday, the minus 180 or greater favorites. And if you were just to bet them over the weekend, you would have gone 17 and six plus 5.2 units and plus 10% return on investment. So mm-hmm. what's wrong with that? Nothing, you know? nothing. And you said over that, over that massive sample size, Minus 180 favorites are better in baseball. If you were betting these straight now, a 7% return on investment, I believe it is, over yeah, a massive a 7% sample size. return on investment. It was great. It was great. Yeah. I mean, a huge sample size. You just you can't find that in any sport and in, in, in any kind of search that, that yields that high of a, of a sample. So, like, you know, because the other way, the, you put it the other way that I have also, which is even if your model shows, I think I talked to Jason Weingarten specifically about this, where it's like, okay, yeah, my model does show that there is value on the Rangers or the Orioles, right? It should be, you know, um, I'm getting more bang for my buck than it should be, and so I absolutely should be playing the Rangers at plus 220 or the Orioles at plus 230, whatever it is. But it's like the notion of having that kind of loyalty to your numbers 
is one arrogant. It's two, it's it's sort of brain dead, right? And in its own way. And I think you're agreeing with me on this. It's like so that's what makes this fascinating is that baseball has gotten to the point. Let me give you an example. Primetime action last night. Kelly Bidlin is our producer. Kelly loves basketball. Kelly loves golf. He loves betting those two sports. He loves football. He's not a baseball guy. But literally last night I did the uh, I did the the three team parlay, the Dodgers, the Giants, and the and the uh, Reds. The Reds, the Giants, and the and the Dodgers. And he was like, you know what? I'm riding with you. Like, I don't even know any, I, I don't even like betting baseball, but this has gotten so ridiculous because he heard me go through the whole dissertation about it. And he's like, I'm in. So people who don't even know baseball, right, who don't even love baseball, are betting it now this way. And it's hard to, it's like I said it to Jason yesterday when Mike Palm was here. And I was like, Jason, are you betting it? And he goes, uh, I'm not, but I can't give you a reason why not to. Yeah, no, and that's a good point. And um, I, I just think that, and and Gil, this is something that I saw last last year. I mean, all of these favorites, you know, carrying because you know, at some point you're betting these model games and you're like you're losing and you're like, hey, I I, don't, I can't afford this kind of hit to the to the ROI. And so, like, I just started started taking those those plays out. Probably, I don't know, even late 2019. And uh, the one thing that I will regret not doing is just banging these big favorites because they've they've continued to win. And and uh, I think that's a decent enough sense. Some people would argue, well, you got to have 5,000 games. But in the statistical community, 1,500 is a pretty decent sample size. And uh, I, th- I think there's enough there's enough data to just just lay the wood, uh, you know, with these bigger favorites. What did you land on today? Well, speaking of that, I'm going to actually practice what I preach today. And I'm going to do a lay the wood parlay. I'm going to go with the Brewers and the Dodgers. And the Brewers are about like minus 152 right now. The Dodgers are <clears throat> minus 303. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But check, check this out, Gil. I've got the Dodgers at minus 356. So sometimes the model identifies favorites too. It's not just all dogs. And if you model it, uh, you'll get these 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 games like this, and I have the Dodgers at minus three fifty six, and the Brewers at minus one ninety two. So really, value on the model, uh, not only value on the model, but also playing into, into into those numbers that we talked about the last couple days. So I like this. You you bet ten bucks, you 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 win twelve bucks, so plus one twenty. That's uh, that's what the odds are, plus one twenty with this particular parlay. I like that. I did Dodgers Tampa Bay. I mentioned at the top of the show, which is minus one oh eight. Um, do you hate that one? I've got Tampa at now I've got them at minus 164 on the model and they're minus. Oh, I, I saw them at minus 176. What are they? What are they sitting at? They're north of two, $2. They're two twenty. But again, well, that, that qualifies them. No, I, you know, I love this Tampa Bay team. I think that their, their bullpen's been number one by the three metrics charts. The, the really by all the time frames. uh, uh, they're, they're second actually overall, but but uh, number one in last 30 days, number one in last 14 days. I mean that that team is is I think really kind of I don't know. I think that they're undervalued in in the futures market. I think they can they can make a run. I think they can win the World Series. Gil got to the World Series last year. The Rays. We we tend to forget that. Is that your only play, Mark? In the end, that's all I'm doing. I, I mean we have I mean, brought look, you, you know, to, we have brought to you to your knees. I love it. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I still I'm love kidding. my model, but it's, yes. at some point you have to, you, you always have to to look at, at uh, I mean, 
you know, the, the fundamental model is just one piece of the, uh, the puzzle. Deal. I love it. I love that you're like that. See, this is this is why this is why I love having you because it's like you're not so myopic about it that you're like, no, I got to This is this is ridiculous. Like, I have to, like, look at this a different way. Um, Mark, always a pleasure. Always fascinating at base winner, the base winner podcast. And a shout out to metrics, Mike, as well. Thank you, Mark. I will. I'll tell him you said hi tonight. <laughs> Mark said, you know, if he's doing his job, which is question, which is questionable sometimes. Thank you, Mark. We'll come back. Dr. Bob on this uh, preseason trend, this annual preseason trend we always talk about. Is it, is it applicable this year? And some macro college football thoughts for your handicapping. It's next to Numbers Game at Vison, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.